0: to her dating and relationship secrets. Secret number 236. Experiences create results. Janet came to me having done all sorts of work. She was in her early forties, had already been married once, divorced, successful in her career, and had even done some therapy after her divorce and a lot of spiritual work, self-help books, courses, programs. She had all the lingo down. She knew that she had uh, anxious and avoidant attachment styles at various times. She knew that she had codependency in her childhood, that she tended to be an overgiver, a rescuer, and on and on and on through the litany Of words that she had picked up, along with self-awareness. But we were on the phone because she didn't understand why she knew so much but couldn't break her pattern. Why did she still take long breaks from seeing anyone? Because she felt like she could build herself up better when she was completely independent, and then she'd eventually feel lonely enough that she might get involved with a guy that wasn't really great for her. He was emotionally unavailable, but there was chemistry. And then after feeling unloved, unwanted, and ignored enough, when the chemistry roller coaster wasn't enough to keep her around, she would try dating the nice guy again for a while, but she was dating down. She didn't really love him. She wasn't compelled by him. And so she would find herself losing interest gradually. And asking herself again, you know, what do I have to do to really fully find deep love and intimacy? How did I end up back here yet again? And after a while she would finally work up the, the courage to let go of her placeholder guy, the guy she was settling for and feel a little bit guilty, quote unquote, hurting him, right? I'm not going to caretake his feelings. I'll finally break up with him. And then back to taking a break from dating. It's all this energy, and where's the ROI? Where's the return on investment for all this time, energy, and often money? See, the thing was, she had gone through negative experiences in her life, and then she'd learned a lot of head knowledge about them. She was intellectually informed. She was self-aware, but she had not done experiential work to change her patterns, and associations. Put another way, it doesn't really help if you just tell your kids how to act without any positive and negative reinforcement. If they never experience the things that you want them to practice and learn, they never get good at them. They can't just read a book about a behavior or a habit or a personality trait and then have it. Your intellect doesn't make your personality. Your intellect doesn't run your heart and your emotions. Nor can your intellect meet the needs of your emotions. Your intellect is really good at diagnosing and identifying things, but then you need to design healing experiential work, reparenting yourself. Wounds that came out of childhood around feeling not good enough, unloved, emotionally unsafe. Control issues that may have come up as a teenager or as an adult woman to create a feeling of, Uh, I can't be hurt if I'm in control. All of these coping strategies and mechanisms, they have to be undone through new experiences with new approaches. Feeling is believing. Not just seeing, but feeling is believing. If you've ever burnt your hand on a hot stove, then it doesn't matter if you look at a stove and see that it's off. You're still going to hover your hand before you're willing to touch it. That deep nervous system and subconscious belief just doesn't trust things until you experience it enough times, until you have enough experience with stoves that don't burn you. But to get from here to there, we need help. Sometimes we just try to do it ourselves with trial and error, right? That's the, well, my last guy was a narcissist, so this time I'm going to go the opposite. You go date a people pleaser. And yet, all of the same insecurities are at the core. The narcissist who thinks he's not good enough, so he's over-overcompensating all the time. Now you have a people pleaser who doesn't feel good enough, so he's always overcompensating in a different-looking way. Same core fears, same shitty ending. What you need are designed experiences, not just trial and error or opposite day. Experiences are how you're going to Train new neural pathways. Create a new template. How did we get our template? Role modeling. We talk about role modeling of parents. Mother figure, father figure. Well, how does that happen? Does it happen because we intellectually learned about the idea of mom and dad? Or did we experience being around mom and dad? Did we experience the marriage? Did we experience all of these things? It's our experiences that got into us, that created our subconscious beliefs and it's new designed experiences that will change the beliefs and patterns you've been carrying around. So how do we do that? Well, you need help. Ask yourself what type of practitioners have worked best for you. Could be therapists, coaches, their inner child workshops. I mean, I've used all of it in my path to heal. I've done Tony Robbins events. I mean, I I did all the books first because I was the smart kid, the the studier. I'll just get all the knowledge and try to self-apply it. And that did help me, but it only took me so far. In my 20s, I finally caved and I went to the student counseling center and a master's student getting her clinical hours was the very first person I'd ever opened up to and began to help me, help me feel different, not just think differently about things, but feel different, act differently have different experiences that began to change who I was and my deeper subconscious beliefs. Since then, I've done Ayurvedic shaman work here on the West Coast, inner child workshops, landmark. I've had multiple types of therapists, anti-therapists working through the tools, Byron Katie, the work, and on and on and on plus spiritual practitioners and spiritual paths and workshops. and But at any given moment, whatever I'm up against, whatever I need, I know I need support. I know I need the person that can help me experience something outside of my comfort zone, the norm, the familiar pattern. Sometimes your comfort zone is actually very uncomfortable. It's just the familiar thing you're used to doing. And you need a person or a group or a structure that will move you outside of it in a very designed, controlled way to create the types of experiences that will teach you the beliefs that will serve you reaching your goals. This is what happens even with professional training. People get practical hours. People do residency or they article. They get out there and they have mentoring and they get real world experience to pattern off of not just book learning. Your mind is a very powerful tool, but as you listen to these podcasts and you take in new knowledge, ask yourself, what am I going to do with it? How am I going to apply it? And how can I find the right practitioner to help guide me through re-experiencing the things that were painful in my life in a new way that isn't painful to design some positive experiences around self-love, self-acceptance, being empowered and powerful around men and boundaries and needs, attracting the right person and being the healthiest me I can be so I can have a successful, lasting relationship. If you are a powerful woman who's tired of dating men who end up acting like boys or avoiding dating because you don't want another boy, you need to get on the wait list for my upcoming workshop, Date Men, Not Boys. Just go to Date Men notboys.com and get on the wait list and we'll let you know as soon as that workshop's ready to happen thanks for joining us please remember to rate subscribe and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because i'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy lasting relationships